Welcome back to the Crimson Circle Connection Center. We're here, ready for more Adamus. Adamus is here for us. Can you imagine that? Each month, it just gets bigger and bigger, stronger and stronger. Each month, we're here. And I invite you today to really feel into what, what is it that Adamus is sharing with us today. He's here for us on this journey with every breath, with every breath. So I invite each of you to take that good deep breath as we invite Adamus in close. Adamus is here with every breath. Breathe that in and feel the beauty of it. Take the good deep breath of life. Let the energies flow. And as those energies flow, open your senses. This is a safe space. Take a good deep breath and breathe in this safe space. Adamus is here for us. I invite you now to stay with this good deep breath as this music plays and feel what it means to you. Breathe for you. Ah, thank you for the applause. <laughs> I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. I never quite thought I'd be sitting here with you in 2020. I didn't know if we were really going to make it, but here we are. I mean, here we are. Uh, it's, I don't like to use your overused words, but I will. It's amazing. It's amazing that you're here. You're not dead. Uh, you're not coming back for another lifetime. <laughs> it's amazing that you're actually here, enjoying one of the first days of 2020. Truly amazing. But before I get into any more in that, I do have a, a few housekeeping notes here that I have to go through if I can find them. Uh, true notes. Uh, uh, it says, from the desk of Adama St. Germain, President of the Ascended Masters Club. <laughs> a couple of housekeeping notes. Uh, for all those key hawkers uh, who took that key hawk class Saturday, we noticed a few of you left your brains in the house of key hawk. <laughs> and if you're in key hawk, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, if you lost your brains, you probably won't even realize I'm saying this, but if you did lose your brains, please see Dr. Doug or dear Linda of ESA to get them back, if you truly want them back. Next on the list, just for your calendars, please note that the Ascended Masters Club is having the first ever open house. Ooh. It is on the Whoa. first Wednesday of April. First open house ever, and I have a note here, I'm not exactly sure what it means, B-Y-O-B. Uh, that must be a human thing. B-Y-O-B. Isn't that April Fool's Day? Bring your own bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, bring your own bot. Uh, Kathumi said that. Kathumi said. It's April Fool's, right? Bring, bring your own being with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't generally have open houses because, well, you have to earn your way to the Ascended Masters Club. but. Uh, I'm the one who proposed the idea. I want to start giving Chambra a real taste of what it's like in the afterlife. <laughs> I, I want to give you a real taste of 
yes, I'll do personal tours of my office as the chairman, self-appointed of the Ascended Masters Club. Uh, and I'd like you to meet some of the other Ascended Masters, uh, some of the names you're familiar with, of course, you know, Buddha and some of the rest of them. But uh, there's a lot of names you, you wouldn't even recognize. And they are going to get dressed up in their human guise from their last lifetime on the planet. They're going to come as themselves, as they were in their last lifetime. You'll see how truly despicable they were. <laughs> no, really. I mean, they really were. The suffering and going through all the woes and agonies of coming to realization and, for most of them, popping off the planet right away. We're going to have some special seminars, uh, the brutality of awakening, uh, how to absolutely distract yourself on the road to realization, and uh, a number of other uh, fun seminars being conducted by the Ascended Masters. Uh, why it's so difficult to stay on the planet after realization, and why you might want to reconsider some of your choices. <laughs> so, I, I kid you not, it is the first Wednesday of April at the Ascended Masters Club. No sign-ups or reservations are necessary. You just have to figure out where the hell the Ascended Masters Club is. <laughs> and if you're coming into mastery, that should be no no difficult task at all. You just, what, allow yourself there, and then you are. Uh, and uh, Kalder thinks I'm kidding about it, and is um, the first Wednesday, April 1st? Absolutely. <laughs> but are we going to do this? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're actually going <laughs> Calder and Linda don't know this yet, but we're going to record – we're going to have kind of a I guess a recording event uh, there, and we'll also be doing it here at here at the studio. Uh, open house, the Ascended Masters Club, and it's free to all who have gone through Awakening. Everybody else pays at least $1,000. Uh, next on the housekeeping so list. So from Hawaii. I don't care where it's from. I know where it's at. The Ascended Masters Club. Can you not get there from Hawaii? The questions humans ask. I mean, geez. Okay, next on, next on the list for housekeeping notes, uh, for all of you who have made New Year's resolutions, please get rid of them by the time we have Aspectology later this month. And I, I, I just don't understand this with humans. Every year they go through the same thing. New Year's comes, they make resolutions. Within about a week they're breaking the resolutions, they're no longer valid. But they're going to try again next year. I suggest to all of you, New Year's resolutions create some really bad aspects that linger around. Then they come back again next year. I'm your fat aspect. <laughs> Remember how you ignored me? Remember how you were eating like a pig within a week after you made the resolution? But I, your fat aspect, am still here. I've come back for another year of resolutions. Get rid of them. If any of you made any resolutions, really, why? first of all, no resolutions, no goals. I, matter of fact, I encourage you to go just the opposite. Do what the hell you want to do this year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way of the Master. The way of the Master isn't making resolutions that can only be broken later uh, and then creating some really bad aspects. Why do you think we're doing Aspectology in January? We've got to catch up with these aspects. We've got to throw a net around them and drowned them. Uh, so, uh, no, this is not a year for – no matter what it is you think you have to improve, forget about it. Don't quit smoking. Don't go on a diet. Don't start some exercise program. Don't do any of it, because 
it just creates some really bad aspects. You know, if you have to think that hard about it, oh, I have to go on this um, program for quitting smoking or uh, stopping eating so much or whatever, uh, if you have to do that, you don't really want to do it. I mean, you don't really want to go on a diet. You're kind of punishing yourselves. Oh, I have to go on a diet. I have to quit smoking. Why? Live like a master. Live how you want to live, not how you think you should live. So please, get rid of those resolutions. As a matter of fact, even before we're done with our session today, let all those resolutions go. Be yourself. That's the greatest thing you can be. I don't care how much you weigh or don't weigh. If you smoke, don't smoke. It doesn't really matter to me whatsoever, or to the other Ascended Masters, or to yourself. Let's take a deep breath with that and just release all of those resolutions. Okay, and final on the list, oh, and this is a serious one, Rude Awakening, the film supposed to be coming out this year. I'm going to make sure it does. June 20th in Amsterdam, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to be dressed up for the occasion. I don't want to see any of you in sloppy clothes or looking like bums off the street. Get dressed up for the occasion. It's our crimson carpet affair. Not red carpet, crimson carpet (laughs) affair. Support the film, uh, whether it's buying a ticket, whether it's making a donation, whether it's becoming an investor. Support the film. It is our film, all of our film. It's about you. It's your journey. And I can tell you right now, this this, um, film, Rude Awakening, it's going to endure for decades of time, decades of time. It's real. It's authentic. It's about what it's like to go into awakening and then be ripped apart by the rudeness of this whole thing, but come out the other end smelling like a white rose. Um, you haven't experienced that yet, have you? <laughs> Support it. It's ours. It's what it's. It's. Um, this isn't just by chance. It's not just a couple people in. Holland putting together the film. It's the collective energy of all Chambra. It's a, it's a true consciousness film. So get behind it. Make sure it works out, uh, whether you support it energetically, financially, any other way. This film has to come out, and it has to come out this year. So with that, I was not asked by the Rude Awakening team to mention this. They're crying right now as, as they're hearing me do this. They're crying all over the place. No, it's, it's important. Uh, it's your story. Uh, you came here to live the story, be the story, and then tell the story. So let's take a good deep breath with that. 2020, we made it. We made it. I, I, I always knew we would. I just didn't know how we were going to make it. I mean, how it was going to happen. This is the year. I mean, this is first of all, it's the year that I wrote about in the book, The Time of Machines. It's where I went into the future and I, I found myself amidst this group of pirates uh, and, and who, <laughs> this group of really tough pirates. And, and I wondered what the hell was going on. I thought maybe uh, I had taken some bad medicine or something. And it's like, this, the group of spiritual pioneers, uh, that's what this is about. And then I realized, no, you are real, and you are really doing it, and you come in for this to be your last lifetime for realization. And then the story continues from there, how, how you stay in the body, unlike the other Ascended Masters. And actually, the real reason for the open house in April is they actually want to honor you. 
uh, it's, it, you're being lured there with free alcohol and food and <laughs> conversing with Ascended Masters. But they want to honor you, and they also are going to encourage all of you to stay on the planet. Stay on the planet requires you really have an understanding of what energy is. Forget about physics, uh, you know, as, you, as science teaches it. They have no clue right now. If they did, the world would be a different place. Forget about conventional physics and feel into it what real energy is, what real consciousness is. And they are not the same. They are not the same. They are very, very different. But consciousness brings energy to life. Then you really are living within your creation and really experiencing, as the human should be doing, truly experiencing life and ultimately yourself. 2020, discover the real reason for being here, why we really started this way back in the temples of Tien, but we kind of solidified it in the times of Yeshua and said, this is it. This is where, what we're going for. It's not about the year, but the numerology is interesting. It's a year of great balance. This is the year when we're going to come in. And more than anything, the year, the timing that, that you picked for realization, it really had to do with the timing of technology on the planet. I've talked at length about it. I'm going to talk more about it at Pronost for those of you who are uh, against all this talk about technology. Don't listen. <laughs> but it, it's all about the most critical time on the planet. Critical not being bad. Critical just meaning uh, points of departure on the planet and points of shifts and changes. It used to be that uh, what I would call even a a moderate change uh, in humanity would occur maybe every thousand years or something like that. But now the changes are happening so quickly. And as we talked about in one of the recent Pronosts, a whole new human species is evolving. And it's, it's right in your time. Most of you came in after World War II. That was a time of a great shift of potential. You came in uh, within 20, 30 years uh, after that, uh, a few of you a little bit earlier, but knowing that technology was going to be changing the world. L look, for many of you, uh, you didn't have uh, – some of you actually didn't have TVs growing up. And some of the younger ones listening in just went, huh? <laughs> Get this. You used to write letters with a pen and paper or a typewriter. And now, now email, now all the artificial intelligence is what it's doing. I, I talked about all this uh, way back at the Quantum Leap in 2007, Taos, New Mexico, kind of, kind of uh, leading up to it, saying, right now, while we're sitting here in Taos, uh, in this lovely gathering, there's so much going on behind the scenes. That's going to change the world. And technology, I love it. I love it. It's going to change uh, the, the human lifespan and the human body. It's going to change. It's going to make, you know, um, about, uh, what is it, about a billion people on the planet live in poverty. They're the bottom billion on the planet. And it's going to change that. It's going to bring abundance to this bottom billion. Now, some of you are going to say, but yes, but isn't technology going to create even a greater chasm between the haves and the have-nots? Yes, it will. 
There are going to be a lot who have a lot more. But the fact is, it's going to eradicate poverty. So there will be no humans on the planet, maybe within the next 20 years, who are living in poverty. That's the impact of technology. Yes, and there is a lot who have super everything, but the others won't be in poverty. Poverty, when you, you, you don't have an, enough for a good meal each day, when you don't have clean water, you don't have access to the internet. That's one of the criteria for poverty these days. You don't have internet. It's going to wipe that out. So every human will have food to be healthy. They'll have clean water. They'll have access to medicine. They'll have access to a lot of technologies. And that's all coming. It's all here. I wish sometimes you could just step out of your body and come with me for a moment and look back down and say, I came to this planet at this time, right when computers were just first starting up, and look now in just, what, a few decades, and look where we're going in these next few decades. But there's one critical component to all of this – consciousness. Consciousness needs to be in the planet. I'm not talking about prayers. Uh, prayers don't do it. Uh, I, I, you know that. but. No, maybe you don't know that. Uh, it, you know, I, I, I want to stop every prayer group on the planet, Calders. I'm going to have to throw them out of here in just a minute. Have some coffee, Caldra. We spiked it. <laughs> it's not prayers. It's pure consciousness. That's it. That is going to keep everything in balance, so that that the technology combined with consciousness and compassion and really uh, perspective, are all going to make this whole technology evolution um, – it could change humanity. New Earth and Old Earth still are not going to come together. Don't get that out of your brains right now. It's not going to happen. But it could provide a much different place for New Earth, and it could provide a better place for Old Earth or Classic Earth. So 2020, it's the year when a lot of you are going to be coming into your realization. Yes, I do know the exact number. I'm not going to say it, but I do. I also know a lot of you are going to kind of not necessarily choose to do it in this year, but you're going to allow yourself to be a little closer and a little closer. For There's a lot of reasons. And, and I, I, sometimes I am a bit harsh on you, just a tiny bit, uh, a bit harsh on you and saying, so why are you holding back? For your kids? Uh, so they can graduate from college. That's your reason for not allowing your realization, but for some it's reality. Some of you will hold back for whatever reason. Uh, maybe you are afraid of what's going to happen, and probably for good reason, <laughs> because it's going to be so different than the type of old life you had. But a lot will go through this year. Uh, I would say that um, this is a year that you rock realization. I mean, you really rock it. Uh, I mean, rock it as in taking off, and rock it as in doing it. So, uh, what great T-shirts! I I'm, I always talk about T-shirts. I should start a business, but uh, you know, I'm going to rock realization this year. What a what a great shirt! Rock on, yeah. So it's it's a phenomenal year. And it's, um, it's the year I've looked forward to for a long time. doesn't mean it's not going to be without its challenges. 
not at all. There's still, there's still stuff going on, stuff going on right now. Some of you uh, showed up here today, whether you're watching online or here in person, it's like, man, Adamus, you, you say these words, but I had it really bad the last couple of weeks or the last month. I, I went through holy hell. Sure, sure. It's going to make a great story later on. Um, so I'm going to use that to segue into saying, Linda, with the microphone, please. So what have you been experiencing in the last oh, couple of weeks? Uh, what's, what have you been feeling and experiencing? And the reason why I ask, there's going to be a lot who look at this later and say, oh yeah, it's not just me, I'm not crazy. You know, here I thought I was told that I was really close to realization and I'm going through all this crap. Uh, or maybe not crap, maybe it's something else. So Linda, with a microphone, what have you been feeling or experiencing the last few weeks? Uh, loss. 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 Good. Yeah. I mean, not, so, yeah. Actually, it is good. But what's the loss? Well, what are you losing? Um, well, for one, I had a friend that just made her transition, so, mm -hmm. so there's a loss. But do you think she's dead? Pardon me. Do you think she's dead? Yes. No. <laughs> well, no. Well, no. I she's do. sitting right here laughing. Well, going. Yeah. So she's not dead. No. Yeah. Um, so it's it's. Uh, I, I hang on. I got to stop right here. Okay. I consider death not a loss, but a gain. No, I really do. Yeah. When you die, you know, a lot of times you just you you take so much of the stuff from your lifetime and you bring it to wisdom. That's you're gaining. It's a net positive effect when you die. So let's we got to change the dynamic of dying on this planet. Yes. I mean, it's so. Well, there's no sadness. Okay, just loss. Just a loss. I'm not picking on you. I'm just pointing out yeah. one of the things we're, we some work yeah. we got to do on this planet. Yeah. And so, um, so there was that, but also there is this. Um, uh, great you lose weight when you die. <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> and you don't have to pay your bills anymore. <laughs> poof, they're gone. No, definitely yeah. relieved. Or taxes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and everybody says nice things about you. You know, they called you <laughs> son of a bitch when you were alive, and suddenly, oh, I just—he was one of the nicest people I ever met, kind to everybody. But a week before, you said, "What a son of a bitch! Uh, wish he'd die." Ah, he did. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make light of your no, loss. No, no, that's fine. There was what did you really lose? Just a friend. Just okay. Yeah, but also the loss. But I'm asking what you really lost. Well, I feel I lost a lot of uh, different patterns. With your friend? No, within myself. That's my point. I'm getting to it. Losing parts of yourself. Yeah. How does that feel? Um, very good. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Not bad. You're, you're not, not bad. like grieving. No, no okay. not at all. Yeah. Um, if anything, I felt um, I didn't have to be a certain way anymore. Yeah. Good. And, uh, Do you make any New Year's resolutions? No. Good. <laughs> Weird. No, no, yeah. and. Uh, of a great uh, joy in uh, wanting to come into the new year. It felt like Good. I was waiting for this for, for many, oh, you many, have many been. lifetimes. You have been. And so yeah, great we joy all have with been. all of that. Yeah. Good. So loss, happy loss. Okay. Yes, actually. Yeah. So, okay. Thank you. Next. What are you feeling and experiencing? Here I'm talking about all this stuff of going into realization. We're finally here. And, and uh, what have you been feeling? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Uh, yes. 
You know why you got the microphone, I, I don't saw you? Yeah, crap I in your hand. Because, <laughs> because you were like, don't give me the microphone. Yeah, no, don't I know. Give the mic. um, ask again. Um, what have you been experiencing? I don't know, last couple of weeks. Uh, what have you been feeling? What, you know, the, not the practical stuff, but kind of the, uh, it's not even just emotional, but how's your life been? Um, up and down. Yeah. And the ups have never been more up and leaning towards realization, mm -hmm. if you will. Yeah. And really getting the feel of what that is. Yeah. Do you believe it? It's not a matter of believing it is. But do you believe? I mean, do you believe this is all going to happen? Um, honestly, not all the time. Not all the time, yeah. No. Well, what percent of the time do you think? It's growing, and I think 20% of the time. That you believe it? Yeah. 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 And, and one would probably say, geez, that means 80% of the time you don't believe it? Yeah, that's and a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that would, yeah. But I want every human in years from now that's listening to this, I want every human to hear that because here you are really on, on the eve of your realization. Yeah. Uh, and uh, here you are just saying, you know, you got a lot of highs and, and some lows and that, uh, but only really 20% of you believes it. And I wouldn't even put it at 20%. I'd give it a, maybe a 10 that this is really going to happen. <laughs> And, and they're watching. Where's the damn camera? Um, do that camera. Or that camera. They're watching uh, the ones that come after you. And they're like, that wouldn't be enough for me. 10%? I'm, be I'm betting my life. I'm shaking the dice and I'm rolling them. That realization is going to occur with only a 10% chance of it happening. Actually, that's pretty good. I mean, it sounds bad, but it's actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, because they're, they're thinking mental at this point. Yeah. And I'm going to show you later on why 10% actually doesn't really matter. Uh, as long as there's even 1% or half of a percent. It's a door that's open, even slightest, and it's, yeah, it's inevitable. That's how it feels. Exactly. Yes. Even, even if you fought it right now, even if you said, this is all a bunch of crap, Damas is feeding us a bunch of hooey. There is no open house at the Ascended Masters Club. I already know that. It's April Fools. Uh, <laughs> even then, it's still gonna. <laughs> even then, it's still gonna happen. So, yeah. But uh, the fascinating thing is just with uh, you say twenty percent. I say ten percent. Uh, really, um, kind of believing it. Uh, that's an amazing thing. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's it's off the lock. That's the only thing that I can. The door yeah. is off of its. It, it it yeah no, it can swing open. Yeah, it's just it, that. Or there is no door. No. Oh, okay. See, perspective is perspective is perspective. Maybe maybe is my everything. human part likes to have a. It's a dramatic end. You got to do dramatic end, <laughs> sure. But but one of the great things about realization is um, you suddenly have the ability to change perspective. Not mentally, but just energetically, yes. uh, so that any anything you desire, you change your perspective to what you desire. And in spite of mass consciousness and gravity and old habits and patterns, the perspective uh, there's a broad perspective now rather than limited. So you can yes, you can say well you want to go through a door, but then also there is no door. Uh, also there's a great big steel barbed wire fence, but it doesn't matter because. You don't, your body can go right through it. So it's the and, it's the it's realization. Really, one of the beauties of it is perspective changes. 
You're no longer little and narrow and focused, saying, oh, I've got to get through the door. It's like, screw the door. I'm going to walk around. It's just a door. There aren't any walls on the side. So, uh, but it, the door is a, great, is a great metaphor. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and, but also the door is swinging open, and, and here you go. No, but I understand what you, what you mean, as in it's just, it's just an image. It's just an image. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of fun, uh, but it's just an image. Yeah. Good. So you're up and down, uh, uh, 20% maybe. Yeah, and maybe, maybe something that comes to mind, it's, it's, it's what comes to, I wouldn't even call it comes to the surface, but what I, I, I'm beginning to understand, well, for lack of better words, the concept of realizing that you're realized, yeah. it's, it's always been there. Exactly. And it's just so, and I, I cannot even imagine it if it's coming always out been of my... There, how come you haven't seen it? Not just you, but speaking. If it's always been there... I have how, in snippets. Sure, but why not just the whole great big thing? Why snippets? Why, why all the little uh, kind of uh, treats along the way, but never the whole meal? Yeah, why so limited? Yeah, yeah. Is that a question? Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't you see the big question mark at the end of the sentence? <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can think of and that I know and that I feel and that's that that also explains the up and down, I guess, or not I guess, I know. It's it's I'm the one that's in the way is me. Yeah. It's it's yes it's and, yes and no. I mean, yes. But why would you want to be in the way? Oh my God! I mean, if that door opens, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's a lot. It, first of all, it's a lot, and so it's. I thought about it actually when we were when when you started the uh, the talk. I'm losing my mind here. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I can't find yeah. words anyway. Uh, Linda, Linda collects the brains and the minds <laughs> at the end Give of session. Back. You can get it back. <laughs> Happened in Keyhock last week. It was brains all over the damn place. And you think you, you know, the cleaning crew that comes into the house at Keyhock to clean up afterwards, they find brains? What, what, what are we supposed to do with these, they say. Yeah. Where were you? Um, about losing my mind. And... Um, <laughs> Um, about the snippets and what we were talking about. So the question was, why would you just get snippets rather than the whole thing? Why, you know, you know it's there. Uh, you know, you know, you know it's there. Why not just the whole enchilada? I think I was purposefully also in my way, not just as bullying myself or not letting myself or limiting myself. Energetically, Did anybody it's ever tell you you think too much? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Myself. Yeah. Mostly. Okay. Um, Just take a deep breath. It's real simple. There's there's a tendency to kind of overthink things. It's real simple. You say, well, how come just the snippets and what was I doing wrong? I was in my own way. No, you just weren't done with the experience yet. That's it. Period. Yeah, and adjusting. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, it's not a bad thing. The human just wasn't done with its experience yet. Yes. So you give yourself the little morsels along the way to say, okay, here you know, enlightenment is going to come, but we're just going to give you a taste. But the human's like, okay, but I got to get in there and I want to experience some more. Uh, and that's it. You haven't done anything bad. You could say, yeah, you got in your own way. But the reason why is let's have a little bit more experience uh, before we, we move on. That's it. So you want some more experience? 
A little bit, um, yeah. How much more? Shall we give it a percentage? Yes, yes. <laughs> I love percentages. How much, you know, on a scale, let's do scale, scale one to ten, ten being a lot of experience and one being almost none. Uh, how much more experience do you want? I'm at two. Seven, did you say? No, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were two. Oh, what, is that, what does that mean? You want another uh, month of experience? And you know this is my favorite part of working with shopping. <laughs> How much more experience do you want? It's kind of addictive, and it's it's. <laughs> I, I, hang on a second. I want all you new people who are watching this years from now. I really want you to listen to this. This is fascinating. It's addictive. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a master speaking. Uh, but not quite letting herself realize she's a master yet, even though she is. But she's like, oh, I'm addicted to experience. And so, uh, when are you when you're just gonna done with that, done with the old human experience, and move on? I think it comes down to a decision. I, okay. Are you? Re- are, <laughs> I like that. Are you ready? Oh my gosh, my I'm shaking as I'm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You want to make a decision, or you want to wait? Did I create this? It's actually oh. great. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, do you realize where you sat? You got yourself backed up against the wall. Literally, yeah. There is no place to go. There is no door. No, I can't. I can't. No door over here. Yeah. And they're blocking over here. You try to go there. Larry is going to tackle you. And uh, yeah, no. Isn't this a great setup? So, um, you want to make a decision now, or do you want to wait? Well, you're all watching me. I'm like, turn, turn. No, we'll close our eyes. All right, everybody, close your eyes. Keep the film running. Everybody, close. (laughs) No, you can wait if you want. That's okay. I want to. Damn it! (laughs) I know you do. I know you do. And because making that decision right now, stuff could change in your life. Uh, But you know that happens, and. Everybody here can relate to that. Uh, I'll just wait. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, maybe my head will be clearer tomorrow. No, not at all. Uh, maybe tomorrow I'll have a, some more, a little bit more enlightenment. Uh, no. Um, why not just make Because you know what you're going to do tomorrow. You're going to forget that we even had this talk. No, I won't. <laughs> I can make that possible. You won't remember a you're thing. You're not messing with my <laughs> I head. I won't remember a thing. <laughs> so why wouldn't you want to do it right now? The, the, the ones who are watching this a uh, long time from now are going, do it, do it, do it, today, make well, a decision, even, do even it. In me, the ones I who are can, here are going, oh shit, I'm so it, glad it. it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, what's the decision? What, what are you making it about? Well, it, it's not in my head, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Let, let's just state the decision. You, you can make a decision now to keep experiencing and to kind of wait a while for realization, because you want to gain some more experience. Or you can say, I'm done with the experience now. I'm ready for realization, ready to move on. It's not a real, real tough decision, I don't think. No, I, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's this and it's that yeah. at the same time. If you were going to make a decision, which you probably aren't going to, what would that decision be, if you were going to make one? Well, the stupid thing is, it's not actually a decision. 
Kind of, what's a choice? TikTok. Uh, it's a, I know. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> is, is this called the Linda Show or the Adama Show? It depends. And it, here, go sit down. We're, we're going to talk for a while. No, this is really this affects everybody, and not just the ones here or watching in, but the ones who listen in in the future. Because actually, you're perfect uh, for this because. My point in this whole thing is, what have you been going through lately? You know, here I talk about 2020 being the year of realization, and and yet there's a, a procrastination, there's a kind of a, a, a yeah distraction. There's like you can have it like that, or you can wait. And everybody is feeling that as well, and and then looking within themselves right now. They're really actually not watching so much with you, but they're looking within themselves. What is it within me? Why am I, why am I waiting? And and then you make up these things like, oh, I'm in my own way. No, it, a lot of it in your case, just some more experience. Gather up a little more experience on the planet, um, which is fine. But do you want to keep going with that, and for how long? Or do you want to make a choice or a decision or uh, do something now that will change that? What have you not experienced that you want to experience on the planet? A relationship. Relationship. That I, well, that I'm in right now. That you're in right now? Yeah. You're in a relationship? Yeah. And uh, do you think that if you make this choice for your immediate realization that the relationship will fall apart? Yeah. There's at least a fear. It would fall apart? Yeah. Why? How long have you been in this relationship? Like three days? No, four years. Four years, yeah. and it would fall apart. Do you love this person? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you think that that realization is going to um, have an adverse effect on the relationship? Does this person think you're in a cult? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be a problem then. <laughs> is this person watching in right now? Uh, probably not. Probably, probably not. Yeah. So um, that's interesting. So basically, what you're saying is, uh, when the relationship ends, then you'll do your realization rather than. Uh, yeah, at the moment it feels like it's this or that. Oh, as really? a crossroad. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is fascinating. I mean, and and you know the funny thing is, everybody here, everybody listening in, can relate to it. Maybe not a relationship, or maybe it's their children, or maybe they just want to. Kind of go out with a drumbeat, uh, you know, from their own old human life or something. But there's these sticky things that are in there that uh, I, they're actually not going to hold you back, any of you, because uh, there's something we'll talk about it in just a bit. There's something that is going to get in the way, really scare the hell out of you. Um, what if the relationship got better as a result of it? What if, what if uh, you had your realization you didn't even tell this person that, oh, geez, you know, I, I did it. You just kind of kept it to yourself, mm -hmm. but suddenly you're happier. You're more radiant. You're more conscious. You're more loving. You're a better cook. You're better at the. <laughs> <laughs> How's your cooking skills right now? Oh, good. Good. Oh, well, you're even better. There's a room and then for uh, you're better at you know cha cha and uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? You know, uh -huh. How how is that right now? <laughs> cha cha. Cha cha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but suddenly, and your partner is like. What is it with you? What happened? You, you went to Colorado and you came back the most amazing person. And so maybe it's not a loss. It would be nice if it's a gain. Yeah. Yeah, for well, sure. So, 
I can't, but I can't. All right, I'm an ascended master, so I have some hard time relating sometimes to the human, but why wouldn't it be a gain? Why wouldn't it be a positive? Why, why would realization, unless it's a crappy relationship and unless it's an old karmic relationship, it'll blow the crap out of those. Well, I mean, if happen. you're in a bad relationship, you're, you become realized, that relationship will go away so fast, uh, <coughs> unbelievably, boom, like that. If it's an old karmic relationship, it, it's destroyed. But I don't think this is the relationship you have now. I don't think it's karmic and I don't think it's bad. It's not abusive, is it? You're mean. (laughs) (laughs) I'm insightful, (laughs) which sometimes translates to being mean. But this is so beautiful. I mean, it's playing in so well to the whole discussion today because here we are, but yet there's that hesitation. And it's, it's generally not what you think it is, but here we are, and you want to experience the relationship longer. And I, I, there's a thousand things I could say, but one of them is, why don't you experience a relationship with yourself in your realization? Isn't that what you came here for? Yeah. But yet this, real, this other relationship, uh, it, it, you don't want to let it go. But maybe it won't. Maybe it'll get better. So do you want to make a choice, or we can actually wait if you want. I, I don't mind. I'm a very patient ascended master. Really? <laughs> I had to say that. Yeah. I'm not going to make the choice right now. Okay. Good. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that. Uh, when would you like? Uh, five o'clock? You no, do okay. not need to make a choice. <laughs> no, but no, it's so I'm perfect. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank, actually, you did, no, me, okay. you did me and Shumper a huge favor. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for thank being you. a good sport. Really good sport. When yeah. did you have your name embroidered on your scarf? Boss? 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 <laughs> it just it just appeared. <laughs> it just appeared. <laughs> I heard that. Okay, let's take a, uh, We don't need to go any further. This oh. is so beautiful. Cool. No, no, no. Um, so beautiful. Playing right into it, uh, not playing into it, but it, it's so indicative. The, I, I asked the question, you know, what are you feeling and experiencing right now? And it, right now, there's a lot going on, um, a lot going on in your lives, and you're probably saying to yourself, "Well, Adamus is talking about 2020, and here we are, and the, the marching band is playing, and uh, you know, it's just wonderful." No, it's still tough. Because you got residue, you got a lot of residue, and but it's going away quickly. I'm going to get into this a little bit more in just a moment. But if you're wondering right now, hang on a second, it's the, uh, there's a disconnect here. I'm going through uh, physical issues. That's number one right now with Shambra. Number one, but there's also other issues. Um, it's actually perfectly natural right now. Perfectly natural because. There's a lot of things that, uh, again, I'm going to wait till we get to the, the last part of our discussion. There's so much happening right now. And the one thing I'm going to ask you to do for this year, for the rest of the year, no matter what, is to allow. Is to allow. Let's do a little 2020 allowing Marab. Is to allow. 
for a lot of you, this is going to be your breakthrough. And if it's not this year, eh, it'll come soon enough. That's uh, it's really not the point of uh, you know, trying to get there real fast. But for a lot of you, it's that it's that coming to realization. And it's there's a lot going on right now at the same time, and and there's a tendency to get in your head, and you're wondering why your body is hurting, and you're wondering why you're more confused than ever at times. I'll keep repeating it this year. Just allow. If your house burns down, allow. I, I really mean that. I'm not just joking about it. I, no, I'm not saying your house is going to – well, a couple, but not too many. <laughs> I don't do these things, but, you know, they happen. The most important thing for anybody right now, for Shambra, anybody even listening in in the future, you come to this point, it's allowing. And it's almost the opposite of what your human tendency is to do. Right now you want to grab more control. Right now you want to either accelerate the pace or slow down the pace or you, you want to do something. No, allow. You go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, I'm sorry, but you got a such and such thing going on. I know it's really tough, but I'm going to ask you to allow. Yeah, even that, and that's the tough one. You say, well, you've got two months to live. And you're like, Adama said to allow. How can I allow this? I mean it. Allow it. There's something else happening. If your partner leaves you, don't do the oh, poor me thing. Allow it. And, and leaves you, like saying adios, goodbye, or leaves you going off to the other realms. Allow it. You lose your job. Allow whatever it is. No matter what it is, this is – it really should be the only point of our talk today. But uh, I'm under contract. I have to go a certain length of time with you. And uh, so but allow. Allow, no matter what it is. Uh, also, you know, if you win the lottery, allow it. Allow whatever. This is not the time right now to be trying to manage or manipulate anything in your life. That's why I say get rid of all those New Year's resolutions. Get rid of the diets. Get rid of the uh, making yourself better program. Get rid of any goals. Really, um, this is not the year for goals, for human goals. It's only going to make things hurt. Let's take a deep breath into allowing. The concept isn't new to any one of you. It might be to a few of the new listeners, but there is a very natural force that's happening right now, beyond what the human could uh, really even imagine. But it's there, and. It's this very thing that's going to bring you into realization, whether you're making a choice or a decision today, or you're procrastinating it, no matter what excuse. You can't uh, have your realization right now because you've got to pay your bills. you got to reduce your debt first. Somebody told me that once. It's like, that makes no sense whatsoever. No matter what it is right now, allow. 
you, the human, allow what is a very natural and phenomenal process that's happening. If you're having crazy, crazy, crazy dreams at night, stop trying to figure out what the dreams are trying to tell you. Stop trying to uh, stop worrying that there's something wrong with your mind. Just allow it. Everything this year, allow. Uh, you, you all know how to worry a lot, and to fret. You all know how to try to control things. <coughs> you all have had great battles within your mind and with other people. But now, let's stop all that. Yeah, go about your normal life, but it's about allowing. That's it. That is it. Feel into what allowing looks like in your life right now. It's not the year for any great big uh, uh, rejuvenation program on your human self. Not the year for any great big uh, new kind of remodeling program of yourself. Not the time to be trying to reconfigure your identity or any of the rest of that. Not a real good year to be having children, either. <laughs> Not a year to have some big program to quit whatever you don't like about yourself. No, stop all that. This is the year for allowing. Beautiful time of allowing. Good deep breath. That's it. Just allowing. I, I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about the rest of the year. Uh, I have to make something up. Uh, might have some of the other ascended masters come and talk to you. And like, you know, what it's like at the ascended masters club, or what I'm like up there. Because really, the only thing for right now is allowing. The beauty of allowing. You're going to be going through a lot of feelings and a lot of adjustments, uh, and not always so pleasant, but it's all part of where you're going. Let's take a deep breath into that, allowing. It's not the time this year to start any great big new program. And when you feel sometimes uh, the confusion in your mind, just stop and allow. That's it. When you're feeling angry or even depressed, don't try to fight it or overcome it. Not at all. Just allow. Let's take a good deep breath. Thank you. So I'm going to continue to uh, emphasize that this year allowing. We're going to have a lot of real long marabs this year because I don't know what else to talk about. It's just allowing a very natural process to take place. But um, we'll continue to talk a bit here. Uh, I'd like to ask another question, uh, if you wouldn't mind, on the microphone, Linda. A different question. I've been talking a lot about energy lately. 
And because it's so important, I've, I've heard some comments, you know, behind the scenes from Shambra, when are we ever going to stop talking about energy? When you really allow it to serve you. You know, and, and I've heard a lot of these uh, discussions. Adama says that everything out there is, is my energy, but, but yet um, we all see the same thing. How could it be just my energy? Well, because you got this agreement when you come to this planet. It's not really an agreement. You got this thing that makes everybody see the same thing. You're kind of living in, uh, you have a you have, um, kind of a common perspective of everything. But once you start realizing all you're perceiving is all your energy and it's all here to serve you, it changes everything. It's huge. Uh, I emphasize it because, once again, if you're going to stay on the planet, you need to understand that energy serves you. It's not opposing you. It's there for you. Um, but I got a question, kind of a theoretical question. Let's say you really got it, how energy serves you. I mean, and it's all yours, and it's just serving you in the most beautiful way, gracefully, abundantly, the way you always kind of dreamed of. Would you come back for another lifetime on the planet? Now, I have to do the setup on this. The reason why a lot of you are here is because you said, I'm never coming back here again, ever, ever. I remember back in the early days with Tobias, he'd push you on that. Really? You, you don't think you'd like want to come back a couple more lifetimes? No, I'm done. This is it. I'm out of here. But if energy is really serving you, and if it just life becomes really actually easy and fun, would you come back for another lifetime? Linda, on the microphone, please. Would you come back for another lifetime? And, and once again, it's not so much just the audience here today or online. Uh, you're also uh, talking to the ones who come later. Would you come back for another lifetime? Mm, no special reason to come, but, but I, I guess that in the future there is more people who are allowing the energy to serve. Mm -hmm. So it might be more fun, but why to come here? Because you can go with some other place with them. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. Thank you. So your answer is no, you wouldn't come back. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, There's really nothing to compare with mm -hmm. thus far. Yeah. So um, I think the big thing now is it becomes harder and harder to be around other people. Yes. So, boy, if it was worse than it is now. <laughs> <clears throat> well, but let's say uh, right now it's still hard because you're still kind of in their soup, or they're in yours, so to speak. In other words, you've you got this common bowl of soup you're all sharing. But once you realized, hey, I, I don't have to be part of that. I don't have to be in this mass consciousness. They can be here, but it doesn't make any difference. I, I can relate to them when I want them. If I don't want, that's fine. Would, would you come back for another lifetime just to walk in the forest with bears and chipmunks and eagles and that kind of, you know, that kind of lifetime? My, but we have that. We have that elsewhere. We have it on the new earth. Sure. Without, um, without mosquitoes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would be 
it would be something to talk about uh-huh. uh, around a, a glass of red wine or something like that. Mm-hmm. But so, would you come uh, back or not? Is this your last lifetime on yes, the planet? Yes, I feel it is. Okay, I feel Good. it is. Thank you. I was one of those that um, when we first all got together, um, I was telling people, "This is my last lifetime on Earth," and you know, a lot of people like change seats. I know this later. <laughs> so I'm probably not the right person to ask that question. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know, with, uh, with a typical person, you start talking like that, and yeah, they'll, they'll be making some phone calls. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I, I'm just I'm looking to see if, uh, if things have changed uh, at all. Uh, so if suddenly energy is just working for you, it's there. You don't really have to have a job and work. You do what you want, when you want, with who you want. It's just really easy. Would you come back for another lifetime? No, no, it's okay. no. It's hard to say because we don't know what to compare it to. Yeah, but just sitting here right now with, with the tools that you have available to you. Uh, okay, with the tools that I have, and if I can, if the energy and everything just comes and it's enjoyable and passionate and fun. Yeah. Then why not? Why not? But if we're creating a new world, right? That's what we think it is that we want. Mm-hmm. So you're undecided right now. Well, I'm undecided because there's sometimes you need the two sides, the pull right. to experience. Yep. I want you to really feel into this. Got. I mean, really feel into yourself. Uh, and I'll ask you the question again. So, uh, really knowing that energy serves you and it's all yours and life is easy, would you come back? I'm just asking her to go in really deep, and, and you distracted that uh, because she wanted you to. So now, would you feel into that again, and just really feel into it? And I'm asking all this. There's there's a reason, hopefully, to be revealed at some point. Would you? Awesome. Are you twins? I, I, let, let her answer. Let, let her answer. <laughs> she wants to be distracted, Paul, and you're playing uh, into that game. So, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we'll come back to her. We'll come back to her. Okay. There's, right. there's people just wanting to answer. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, yes. Would you come back? No. No. Why not? Because I'm a spiritual pirate, I love adventure, yeah. and I know that whatever, if I, knowing that I have energy and passion yeah. and, and awareness, right. that beyond this life, I will take that with me and go into new realms that are just fantastically even more exciting than this one. Good. That's why. Yeah, good. Okay. See, I knew it. I knew it. Two more. Two more. No, we'll come back at the end. Okay, let's see. Wait, Jeez, there was great. somebody else's energy I was feeling. Oh, you! Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back. You're coming back? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, why? why? I like it here. I you, like Earth. I like people. I okay. like being human. And, and you although, call yourself Chambra? 
life may have its ups and downs, but yes. that's exactly why I'm here. Yeah. So you would come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I personally would love to live a thousand years. I mean, there's so much on this planet, yeah. so much with the people. Yeah, I like it. Okay. All right. We have one yes vote. Yeah. And a whole lot of undecideds. <laughs> yes. I was, I was thinking I'd love to be in a place where there is a lot of fun and joy and excitement and passion. And if it's here, great. And if it's someplace else, that's fine, too. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. One more. One more. Let's see. One more. Let's see. Oh, that damn April won't answer. Um, we'll try you. Okay. Absolutely, I'd come back. You would? Absolutely. Why? Just for, just like the other gentleman was saying, I, I love this planet. Yeah. I love people. I, I just would love to experience that, mostly with having more energy and having that flow right. of love right. all the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Okay. You'd come back. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, and back to Shauna now. <laughs> Would you come back? I still don't know. You still don't know. Okay. Oh, that's a bathroom hall. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, because she, you don't know. I mean, that's a bathroom making, hall. Making the, making the decision from now right. and this point. Right. The energies and what I know and what I feel can switch to when yeah. then is. Who knows at first? It, nothing stays the same. Yeah, but just same. assuming everything you the know right change, now. The only change, I mean, the only constant is change. Everything yeah. always changes. So Earth won't be the same as it is now, then. Yeah. So how do I know? I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to decide when I get there. to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know stuff. Yeah. So uh, you're not ready yet to make a decision, is what you're saying. Instead of saying I don't know, it's it won't be the same right. as it is right now. Okay. That you're asking me to make a decision. Not make a decision. I'm. This is theoretical, hypothetical. You know, would you? Are you inclined to come back for another lifetime? Right now. I'm inclined for the adventure, wherever that may be. Man, Shamba is really. No. Really getting good at like no, yeah. That's that's no, no, the that's, truth. That's good. that's good. It's like you're asking me to make a decision yeah. if I would want to come here. Yeah. But here won't be the same as here is now. Right. Sart wants to answer. So how can start. you ask? How can you ask that? Because oh, it's real it's, simple. You stand here, words come out of Calder's <laughs> mouth, and it's like everybody gets pissed off. It's really easy. It's not going to be. It's not going to be the same place as it yeah. is now. Okay, I'm going to show you something in just a minute. Okay? Or, or I don't think it is. Yeah. Don't we want to know what Sart thinks? But I'm going to. I'm going to show you something. Uh, yes, we want to hear what Sart thinks. Obviously. Uh, I'll only come back if I get a bigger machine. <laughs> <laughs> Classic male ego. I mean, he likes big equipment. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. What kind of equipment? Uh, just so everybody knows. Give him the microphone, please. What kind of equipment? We gotta have a we gotta have a bigger track hose so we can dig a bigger hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, and so you would come back. 
in another lifetime just for bigger equipment. Sure, why not? But what, what if what if by that point, sorry, what if by that point they, they've got this big equipment, but it's all being run by robots? You can't get on board. Then I mean, I'm screwed. Then you're screwed. So now, knowing that robots would be driving this, would you come back for another? No, I'm not from coming hell? back. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a deep breath. Just stop for a moment and feel into the feel into the energy of this shout. A little different. Uh, good. Um, and I'm not surprised because there's there's a there's a lot going on at all the different levels. So let's just allow. Let's allow. Let's allow. Allow anything that comes your way this year. Really, uh, it's, there's not some big setup. You're not being tested. Just allow your way into this year. Let's go back and talk a little bit about that very uh, familiar kind of um, metaphor: the, the caterpillar and the butterfly. Uh, it's a really, really good one. And uh, I've, I've noticed lately that Calder is calling muggles caterpillars now. <laughs> Kind of appropriate. Probably less condescending than calling them muggles, but so it's such a beautiful example in your own nature about about what happens. So you've got the caterpillar, who um, very much like humans, uh, uh, just trying to be a bigger caterpillar and have a better color of green than the rest, and trying to grow some more legs. But then suddenly something starts happening to the caterpillar. It starts falling apart. It starts kind of losing its mind. Uh, its body doesn't work so well anymore. Can't remember anything. And the caterpillar blames it on old age, or pollution, or you know bad water, or something. And the caterpillar is going through all this, and of course blaming everything on the outside without stopping for a moment to say, well, "What's really going on?" Without stopping to just allow. The caterpillar's fighting all this. The caterpillar actually has heard stories about the cocoon uh, from other caterpillars, not ones that have actually been in it, but ones that have also just heard about it, and considers the cocoon the devil, evil, darkness. And it is a belief that most caterpillars have that this, this cocoon is truly the evil of evils. And suddenly the caterpillar finds itself falling apart, and now being seduced into the cocoon, into the darkness. And the caterpillar resists as much as it possibly can, and prays, and says it won't do bad things anymore, and does everything it can, but it can feel it's being drawn in to the cocoon. And then one day it actually is. The body has fallen apart, the mind doesn't work anymore, and suddenly the caterpillar is drawn deeply into the cocoon. And within the cocoon is absolutely uh, well destroyed uh, any vestige of its caterpillar self. It all turns to mush. Uh, we've talked about this before, nothing new. It all turns to mush, but the caterpillar still has awareness. Now the awareness is changing because it no longer has a caterpillar body or brain, but it still exists. It still realizes I'm here in this cocoon. I was terrified of it. I thought it was just the darkest thing of all, because it was just going to gobble me up, which it kind of did, but yet I exist. I'm here. 
when a caterpillar starts to realize something is happening, something is happening, and it's not just the, its body falling apart and turning to mush, losing its mind and its sense of identity, but something is happening right here and right now. The caterpillar has really nothing left to resist anymore. Now all it can do is allow. It really has no fight left in it. There's really no body, no mind. So all it can do is allow. And when it starts to allow, it realizes there's something there that is, is actually very real. Uh, for the caterpillar, it's called the uh, imaginal disc. The imaginal disc, and it's very real. The imaginal disc uh, in your science is actually not part of the caterpillar when it is a caterpillar, but suddenly it's there when it's in the cocoon. And this is based on science. Suddenly it's there. Now, where did it come from? If it wasn't in the caterpillar DNA, it wasn't uh, in any part of the caterpillar's physical body or its tiny little brain, where was this, this beautiful thing called the imaginal disc? And why does science call it an imaginal disc? What the imaginal disc is, is all of the potentials for it to be the butterfly. These didn't exist when it was a caterpillar. It wasn't part of the caterpillar genome. But now it's here. And the caterpillar, now turned to mush but still realizing it exists, suddenly becomes aware of it. It's almost like a, a, it's almost like a crystalline light within the cocoon. These pairs of imaginal disks are the potential for everything the caterpillar is going to become now as the butterfly. It's a crystalline, uh, basically a crystalline pair that will become wings, wings that a caterpillar could have never imagined before, never ever imagined. It becomes the legs of the butterfly and the antenna and the eyes and all the things and these imaginal disks, which are very real, are the potentials for what it will be. But the caterpillar never realizes that when it's a caterpillar, and doesn't realize it at first when it's in the cocoon being actually turned to mush. But now it's there. These are the very things that now are triggered for this magical metamorphosis to take place for the butterfly then to emerge with wings, with a totally different beingness than, than the caterpillar ever could have had. This is very real. This is scientific. Uh, and, and I've often found it amusing that the scientists called it an imaginal disk, because it's like the imagination. You know, it was always there in the imagination, not as a physical part of the caterpillar, but in the imagination, but now it becomes very, very real within the cocoon. There is a tendency for the caterpillar to, which is now really just in a state of mush, but it's still going to try to manipulate these disks, but it finds right away it can't. It can't. The disks do not respond to caterpillar brain, caterpillar desires, or caterpillar control. They do not respond to it. And when the caterpillar tries to and tries uh, 
influencing these imaginal discs. Say, you know, make me into a whole caterpillar again, but a really good caterpillar. The discs will not respond, but the disc will respond when the caterpillar just allows, and then the discs respond, and they start forming this cat, uh, this uh, beautiful butterfly. If I could have a little music, please. It's amazingly similar to what you're going through. I mean, not that you're a caterpillar, but you're the human going through this experience. The cocoon is your, your awakening. You're coming into realization. You, you could say that you've been in a cocoon for quite some time now, turning into mush. But you're still aware. You still have the I exist. You're still there. You don't have an imaginal disc, um, because that's unique to the caterpillar, the butterfly. But you have something called the clear crystal flame. You can't find it in the body. If you dissected a human, you couldn't find this clear crystal flame within it. But it's always been there. When I say that, Coming to realization is a natural process. I say that because this thing that's always been there, this crystal flame, is the thing that was going to bring you to realization. You were never going to get stuck on this planet. You're never really going to get lost. Not in your physical body, it's not in your mind, but it is you, it's part of you. And now it comes into awareness. Uh, not, not before, not, it doesn't come into the awareness in the early parts of awakening or as you come into your mastery. It's only when you come to this point, coming into realization. That's why I chose today, our first shout of 2020, to talk about it. Whether or not you're choosing realization doesn't matter. You can tell me that you're choosing it, you're not choosing it. You can say that uh, it's delayed because you're getting in your own way. You could say you want it now. None of this matters. Because that's a human trying to manipulate the clear crystal flame of the I Am. And the only thing you can really do is allow. You know, that caterpillar, oh, it's, it's really going to try to, it's going to try to outmaneuver that imaginal disc, uh, discs, and try to get back to being a caterpillar. But the imaginal discs do not respond scientifically. I mean, in your human realm, they will not respond. But it's the same way with you, the human, and the clear crystal flame. You haven't seen it, you haven't been aware of it up to now, for a wide variety of reasons, but it's always been there. It's, it's akin to the imaginal disc, because it is, it is your realized self. It's all the components. It's the components for your free energy body, 
It's the components for the Nost. Not human Nost, not human mind, but it's the components for a whole different way of understanding and being aware of things. It's all there. Every one of you has this. It's now time for that to come into your awareness. You cannot manipulate it. And I know you're going to try. Don't bother asking it for money. It doesn't even know about things like that. This, this beautiful, clear, crystal flame is the thing that ultimately guides you into realization. It's all the components for what you become. It's all yours. It doesn't belong to anyone else. If anybody tried to find it within you, tried to go into your cocoon, they couldn't find it, because it, it only works for you. I asked the question, would you come back for another lifetime on the planet? No. No. Once you become the butterfly, you don't return to being a caterpillar. No. What you do is you emerge from this whole process, you come into realization, and you live the hell out of life. Whether it's five years, ten years, three decades, you live the hell out of life right now. You don't need to come back, and you can't go back. I'll tell you that right now. But those of you who said, hell yeah, I want to enjoy life, do it now. There'll come a point where you'll you're tired of it because you realize there's so much more in the other realms, so much more you've had all the experiences that you can get on this planet. And you choose at one point to say I'm done with it, but no, you're not gonna come back. Really, would the butterfly ever go back to being a caterpillar? No. No. This clear crystal flame that's within each and every one of you, that's what's going to bring you into realization. So stop trying to do it yourself. It's part of you. There's, you couldn't possibly find, uh, some of you are wondering, well, is there any negative or any darkness in this clear crystal flame? No, there's not. Is it going to make you suffer? Is it going to, is it going to, uh, Judge you? No, no, no. It's not about that. So when I say this year is about allowing, that's what I mean. Allow what's there right now. What's, you're going to start either feeling it or actually seeing it. And that's the thing that brings you into realization. Take a deep breath and just feel into it for a moment. By the way, dear human, you're not going to bring yourself into realization. You're not. And that's that actually should be a relief. Feel into this beautiful, clear crystal flame. It is it is so much like the imaginal discs of the butterfly. 
come into 2020 and uh, there's everything from excitement, enthusiasm, doubt, all the rest of that. You don't have to worry about any of it. Nothing you have to do. That's why I say uh, drop all the resolutions. Stop all the struggles and the trying to figure things out. Imaginal discs are very real. I mean, they're, um, this isn't just a, a story. They're very real. They allow a magical transformation, transmutation of the caterpillar into the butterfly. It's not the butterfly making itself a caterpillar. It's not the human making themselves realized. The imaginal discs, you could say, are the potentials of all that can be. And so is that clear crystal flame within each and every one of you. Let this guide the way to be the way. Let it bring you into realization. And yes, you're going to have times when your, your body hurt, hurts, you're going through a tremendous amount of final changes. Do you think it was easy on the, on the caterpillar being turned to mush? <laughs> and there's still going to be times of doubt. There's still going to be some inner conflicts. Just allow them now. Just allow them. I mean, don't, don't, don't give it a lot of attention. Don't get yourself all in a mental swirl about things. This is the time that, well, you could say it was prophesized, but this is the time that you chose to come to this planet for realization, and now it's here. Just allow it. Everything here is kind of picked up by, um, uh, handled, you could say, by the clear crystal flame. Again, it's yours and only yours. It doesn't belong to anyone else, not shared with a group. It's none of that. But everything else here is just kind of picked up, managed, brought to realization. Calder's asking me, is there nothing more the human can do then? Is this it? Oh no, actually, that would be missing the point. The human can experience it. Not, not direct it and manage it, not try to make it happen, but the human can experience it. And isn't that what you're here for? I'll go so far as to say, there's not even a choice anymore. And I know that sounds rough to some of you who say, damn it, I do have a choice. Actually, you really don't. No, 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 no. You're, you're far, far too into your 
realization. And the wheels are turning. The clear crystal flame is already doing its thing. I know that sounds kind of kind of harsh. No, you actually really don't have a choice anymore. It's happening. Do you think the butterfly or the caterpillar actually had a choice in the final moments within the cocoon to suddenly say, no, 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 I want to go back to being – no, it was far too late. So many other things taking place, so many other things happening. You know, I literally went into – put my energy into a cocoon where the caterpillar was just about to emerge now as the butterfly. I wanted to experience, I wanted to really feel the imaginal disks, not through a, a scientist's microscope, but I wanted to see them. And they were glowing. They, they were actually like crystals. The ones I saw in this particular larva were, they were like purple, of, of course. And they were glowing like crystals. And they were doing all the, you could say, the work. They, they, they were bringing about this process. It was beautiful to behold. And it was sad in a way at the same moment because here was what used to be a wonderful caterpillar. And its days as a caterpillar were done. And even then, there was, while there was this joy of knowing it was going to be emerging in just a moment as a butterfly, there was also. There was also a feeling of loss that it would never be a caterpillar again, but that feeling faded the moment it spread its wings. It never wanted to go back. You could do that too, by the way. You just project your energy, your consciousness. It was quite amazing. But back to the point here. If you're holding back because of a relationship or have a business you want to really get going or close down or no matter what it is, you think that because the doctor just told you you had some dreaded disease that you have to wait. It's really beyond you right now. Calder's timing. Well, that's not very nice at Thomas. Shouldn't you be telling everybody they, they're empowered, they can do whatever they want? No. No, actually, I see the beauty in it. You're going to be emerging out of many, many lifetimes on this planet as a human, and you're going to stay human too. That's, that's kind of the cool thing. but as an enlightened being, fully realized. All you're being asked to do right now, dear human, is to allow. Oh, I can, I can hear some Shambra are just absolutely angry with me. They're insisting that they have a choice. They're insisting they can do anything they want. All I'm telling you is if you come this far, it's too late. <laughs>
but then I got to ask the question. If you've come this far, didn't you want this to happen? Sometimes humans, silly, silly humans, they make no sense at all. Let's take a deep breath, and I ask you now to feel deeply into your clear crystal flame, the thing that's going to take it from here for you. Just like the, those imaginal disks. This is the thing that knows how to put all the parts and pieces together to bring you into realization. And here it's really beautiful because it doesn't matter what your old karma was. It doesn't matter what you did in this lifetime. None of that matters from here on. It doesn't matter how many lifetimes you lived. It doesn't matter what you're doing right now. None of that matters. This is the time to really let go and allow. Very personal time, very, very private time. Also, there's been a lot of discussion uh, among Chambra, saying, um, as you come into your realization, do you go out and talk about it, declare it, pound your chest? And, you know, that's caterpillar thinking. <laughs> realization is so intimate and so private, deeply private. We'll talk about that in, in times to come, you know. You even talk about it with other Chambra? Maybe. But well, when you come to the open house at the Ascended Masters Club and you ask some of the other Ascended Masters, they're all going to kind of kind of smile and laugh and, and it's like, you know, from their experience, it's so deeply personal. There's not a desire to run out and scream it out to other people or even to Chambra. And then there's something else. They're going to tell you about. Oh, they're going to give you all sorts of stories, by the way. But they're also going to tell you there's kind of a thing between uh, realized masters, embodied realized masters. They don't have to say a word. They already know between each other. It's I, you know, it's not like a bell rings or anything. But there's instant knowingness from one to another. And there's just a little bit of a smile that they have, a knowingness like, yeah, you're there. I know it. Let's, let's take a deep breath here into allowing. It's the most important thing for this year. It's actually the, really the only thing you can really do. 
you no longer really have a choice. You no longer really can do anything to facilitate your realization. Now it's all, how do you want to experience it? That's it. How do you want to experience it? You can't, you cannot tell it at this point that it should take a, a week or a year. And you can't even say, I don't know. You can't. You can't say, I'm not sure if I really want it or when I want it or how I want it. None of that applies. Clear crystal flame, it brings you the rest of the way. You've done a lot to get here. You've done a lot, but this clear crystal flame, it does the rest. It has to at this time, because humans simply wouldn't be capable of it. Let's take a deep breath. These imaginal disks that are within the well, they're actually not within the caterpillar, not in a physical scientific way. They don't show up until the later stages of the larvae in the cocoon. Isn't that amazing? It's the same with the clear crystal flame. It's only now. Let's take a good deep breath and do this year of allowing when so many will come into realization. Let's take a deep breath and acknowledge all the work that the human's done, and now you can take a deep breath. The crystal flame takes it from here. With that, my dear friends. I am Adamus of Sovereign Domain, and all is well in all of creation. Thank you. So with that, let's stay with the good deep breath and really feel into this invitation of Adamus, reminding us it all comes down to allowing. So just be with that good deep breath. Be with the allowing for each of us. Breathe deeply and let that flow. We've got a whole month now to absorb that. Breathe and feel for you. Thank you for being a part of this shout. Remember, Adamus says that he's reflecting. It's our energy that he's channeling. So really feel into that. Such an incredible statement he makes. We'll be back. I think it might be February 1st, but we'll be back. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Crimson Circle.